0: Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Pikachu, Zeit choose you Pika! Uh, that is courtesy of Atlas Novak, Atlas No Black Lives Matter. Uh so nice. My name is Jack O'Brien. That's it. Him. That over there is DJ Daniel. That's me! Hey, what's hey up, man? Oh, you know. Hey, absolutely. buddy. Um, <laughs> I'm probably sure. Uh... <laughs> I am gonna pretend like I know what that Pikachu thing is a reference to uh, yeah. because I am a hip gamer.
1: Yeah, you, you know uh, all about it.
0: You know I do. <laughs> uh, let's talk about some of the stuff that is trending. Let's do uh, it. First up, we got Muller. Have you heard about this guy? Have you seen this? I, I um, remember
1: him. He was quite a factor, and then and then not uh, so much. Not, not so much.
0: So. uh yeah, despite what the lamestream media will tell you. <laughs> uh, by the way, the uh, Twitter is linking through off of this trend. Twitter is linking through to the Independent story, and they were spelling his name M U L L E R like Mull, like somebody who mulls things. Uh, and I was like, wait, <laughs> can they? Thought. Like you know how they spell like color differently? And, sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I was wondering, like, can they do that with proper <laughs> nouns? They're just like, it's <laughs> like, nah, we prefer this spelling over here, so we're just gonna. Uh, but, anyways, the reason Mueller is trending again is that uh, one of the people who worked on his team, putting the Mueller report together uh, during the investigation, uh, is basically saying that Mueller was shook, uh, and that his friendship with that- Bill Barr uh, was a factor. Uh, basically Sucks. when they were finalizing the report. There's this new book coming out from this guy Weissman. Uh, no name, no first name needed. When I say Weissman, <laughs> we all know who I'm talking about. Of course. Uh, I actually don't know his first name. But, it's Greg, right? Uh,
1: Greg. Greg? The Greg? No, j- I totally made that up. I'm sorry. Okay, sure, sure. <laughs>
0: uh, so Steve Weissman uh, alleges yeah. <laughs> that, so some of the things that Mueller was scared to do was he opted against subpoenaing Donald Trump Jr. Uh, in relation to that Trump Tower meeting, even though that would seem to be a obvious move. He told George Packer that the real reason for not uh, compelling the president to be interviewed was uh, Mr. Mueller's aversion to an explosive confrontation with the White House, uh, and then he says, repeatedly during our 22 months in operation, we would reach some critical juncture in our investigation only to have lawyer Aaron Zeeble uh, say that we could not take a particular action because it risked aggravating the president beyond some undefined breaking point. Um, so basically, like, we don't want to make him too mad because who knows what he'll do. Yeah, and then when uh, he talked about when they put the report together, like a thing that was kind of obvious to uh, those of us who read it, or mm. I, I should actually be honest and say those of us who read reports from people who read it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, he said that when there is insufficient proof of crime in Volume 1, we say it. But when there is sufficient proof with obstruction, we don't say it. Uh, who's going to be fooled by that? It's so obvious. Turns out uh, the entire country was yep. fooled by that because Oops. Uh, he opened the door for Barr to completely uh, manipulate the report and use it as an exoneration. Um, so, uh,
1: yeah. It also lays Mueller's allegiances to bear completely. Like, we've always said that he's been a staunch Republican forever. And as if he didn't have these deep-seated friendships with people like Bill Barr, who are just the most evil people in the world. And despite his position, it's like, well, in the situation where I could have done something, I didn't really want to upset my close right. buddies. It's like that. This is it's so it's easy. All the do way, way down. Yeah. It's so easy. It's really upsetting.
0: Corruption is oftentimes uh, with this administration, people doing like go actively doing things that are like blatantly illegal. But that shouldn't uh, make us ignore the fact that when, somebody is just not doing the thing that needs to be done, uh, that's also corruption. Right. Uh, yeah, Bill Barr and Bobby Mueller's wives, I think, are best friends. Oh, tight. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, like they were at each other's weddings and shit. Oh, si- oh sick. Super tight. fucking tight. Th- that's tight. Excuse my that's language. So, that's so tight. Um, Super tight. <laughs> uh, Bethesda is trending
1: mm. uh, because mm. it is a
0: lit, Suburb of DC,
1: <laughs> right?
0: No, you nailed it. But that's
1: the Maryland baby. Let's get it. Bow, bow. No, but that is trending because Microsoft just acquired Zenimax, the parent company's studio, for a whopping seven point five yeah. billion dollars. Say again, sorry. Um, I think
0: it's pronounced Cinemax.
1: Ah, uh, yes. Uh. <laughs> My bad. Thank you for that correction. The ripples that I will just throw out there, you may know the companies Enimax or Bethesda for their titles like Skyrim or the Elder Scroll mm-hmm. series and Fallout, and you know all those classic Doom Eternal. Everything that's coming out recently, it's an amazing. Studio being acquired by Microsoft, I think, says one very important thing is that Xbox is putting everything they can into their service, Xbox Game Pass, which is a monthly service that you pay for to basically play all of the games in their library. How much and, does that cost monthly? I mean, uh, I know,
0: but for the listener,
1: it's ten bucks a month. So yes, I would say Netflix. 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 Exactly, it's super Netflix comparable, and I would say for people who are gamers, it is it is an excellent service. If you're an Xbox gamer, the other you know killer app about it is that it's cross platform with PC. So any game that Microsoft released for both Xbox and PC, the Xbox Game Pass works for both, which makes it really nice. The one thing that I shouldn't say worries me, but might worry people who are PlayStation owners, is that these games that. They really like like Elder Scroll Six that's coming out. Any new Fallout game that comes out, Doom sequels, anything like that, will cost significantly more on Sony when you could just get them on the Xbox Game Pass. So as right. we enter the next generation of the console war with the Xbox Series X and S and the PlayStation Five, little thing—I mean, I shouldn't say little—it's a seven point five billion dollar acquisition. But like moves like this can really swing people who are like. I really just want to play Elder Scrolls Six, and if that's going to be free on Xbox, I'll save the sixty bucks. So, right, we'll see.
0: Yeah, it. Do you foresee a future when just going back to the streaming sure. uh, metaphor, yeah, where it could be like, okay, this game's only available on Xbox, uh, yeah, and totally, yeah, basically. To yeah, so okay.
1: console exclusives are, are a really important thing right now and Sony has always done a very good job of having titles that really hold on to the, you know, the Sony fan base like God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, The Last of Us, these were these were really really famous titles that were heat or sorry sony playstation exclusives for a long long time some of them still are exclusives so that war is really really important in terms of in terms of like holding people to your console especially since like you know as more things become cross-platform it's not as important what you play on so if you can get some things that really hold fast to what you are playing on that could be important be really important
0: Interesting. Very interesting. We'll see where this gamer world of ours (laughs) takes us. Um, I personally... (laughs) That we shall. Always with the Switch. And you're you're still good. Nintendo's still the best. (laughs) The PlayStation Switch. Exactly. Sony Switch has... uh, Nailed it. One of our listeners accused me of... Nailed it. Uh, Nailed it. Uh, NFL injuries are trending because... It was week 2 of the NFL was sort of what I was worried week 1 would be. Uh, they didn't really have a preseason so they were just going into this season with uh without all the you know the build up and the training and the um it, you know what just Conditioning, the preparation the important that things. Comes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And all the and, stuff that's uh, important to
1: be good at what you do.
0: Yeah, and like all the best players got injured, Oof. not just hurt uh, yesterday. The Best player, uh, some people think he's the best running back of all time. Saquon Barkley uh, oh, shit. Got, is out for the season now with the ACL, so that sucks.
1: Oh, um, that's horrible. Yeah. Oof.
0: So, yeah, shout out to them. Uh, fuck the NFL, as always, for <laughs> that. Uh, not the giving fuck. a shit about the safety of their fans. Yeah, 50% um,
1: at the Cowboys Stadium is why is that y'all? right?
0: That 50%, it, like, it may have been
1: yeah. 40%, but even so, it's like 90,000 people in it can fit in that stadium. You think yeah. fit 35 000 to 40,000 people in that st- I mean, I
0: yeah, I don't know, man. Yikes, fartlander is trending, of course. <laughs> um, this is just a shout out to a comedy writer on Twitter who we've a legend, uh, been a yes. fan of Dan yes. White uh who we love around here made a fake wedding announcement uh that is pretty great uh so the word good. fartlander is trending because it's uh the, the giveaway that it's not a real wedding announcement is uh that her <laughs> the woman's name is Erica Fartlander uh but the wedding announcement reads fuck covid-19 we're keeping our date yep no masks allowed we want to see everyone's beautiful mouths. We will have a designated quote cough room <laughs> taking lots of photos of grandparents in case anything happens. That's uh so good. it's Erica Fartlander and Dustin Ween. Dustin uh, Ween. But that is a thing that's happening uh, uh, Maybe not to that exaggerated effect, right, but right. people are being like, gotta gotta keep that wedding date. Gotta I don't want to inconvenience people, aka uh the world revolves around me. <laughs> um and finally, uh, but shout out to Dan White. He's shout definitely out Dan worth White. a follow. At
1: at Dan White.
0: <laughs> um, and shout out to Ron DeSantis. Am I right? What oh, a God.
1: what a guy. A, a, a dangerous individual. Yeah, truly so, dangerous.
0: What well, What's Ron DeSantis up to? So,
1: yeah, well, Ron DeSantis just uh, had a proposal of new punishments and crimes and—or rather, punishments and prohibitions on different kinds of protesting and assemblies. And if you want to know the kind of scale of the the truly evil nature of these kinds of new proposed laws, it's called the Combating Violence Disorder and Looting and Law Enforcement Protection Act. Here is— you know, Section One, Subsection A, under new criminal offenses to combat rioting, looting, and violence. It says a prohibition on violent or disorderly assemblies. A third-degree felony when seven or more persons are involved in an assembly and cause damage to property or injury to other persons. Now, what is
0: a third-degree felony? Let's
1: see what cal- what qualifies. Five years as a in prison. De- Yes, third degree felony. What else is a third degree felony?
0: Felony offenses include arson, burglary, drug crimes, federal crimes, manslaughter slash murder, robbery, sex crimes, white collar crimes. So third degree is less is not as bad as first degree. Ah right. Okay. So
1: <coughs> some other form of some other form Still of manslaughter. Bad. Yeah. Assault and battery. Any of yeah. that. It's just And this is a proposal right now. These things aren't like going into effect. And obviously, as this, you know, suffers a tweet storm of pearl clutching and whatever is going to happen, I'm sure some of this will be batted down and not voted on. But it's just the fact that this is the kind of legislation that's being put out there right now is so dangerous and against the First Amendment and against, you know, everything. It's, I mean, it's, I mean, you know, not that they care anymore, of course, but it's like, I mean, it's like what you were saying earlier like, how much of this is just triggering libs? Yeah,
0: yeah. I do wonder how much of it is just designed to trigger libs. I also wonder how much of this is going to, they're they're still going to be supporting when, or if Biden wins and as, uh, what's his name? Infowars guy. Alex Jones. uh, Alex Jones threatened the streets will run red with blood uh, for trying to remove Trump from office. Right. Um, We'll see. Yeah we'll see we will but, see uh well shit. all right shit's fucked <laughs> yeah shit is fucked. that could just be uh every day's recording for the next yeah. couple months i'm sure yeah. um dj daniel dj jack uh, <laughs> where can people find you and follow you
1: oh you can you can find me on um you can find me off t- on twitter which i just uninstalled off my phone after watching hey. the social dilemma Wow. So I'm a browser boy now, but you can find me on Twitter at, at DJ underscore Danil, and you can find me on Twitch at the same thing, twitch.tv slash DJ underscore Danil, where I will be streaming this week.
0: All right, guys, that is going to do it for this afternoon. We'll be back tomorrow with a whole ass episode of our show. Until then, wash your hands, wear a mask, stay inside, be kind to each other, be kind mm. to yourselves, mm. Mm. don't do nothing about white supremacy. We'll talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye.